All right. Now we are in business. Yes, we are. I have a funny cats. I have a funny cat story. Let's hear it. Okay. So I just like um before we started recording, I was trying to get a hold of Maureen and I um went to the bathroom to wash my hands because I was spray painting things for unrelated read it unrelated reasons. And um <laughs> I was washing my hands and I heard like a noise to my right and I turned and out of the cabinet which we store our uh towels, my cat Jinx <laughs> was poking her head out. <laughs> I, I think she was just laying down in there, which doesn't make sense because we have a lot of places for her to lay down, but I don't know what she was doing in there. But I was like, oh, hi, and it scared me a little bit. Well, you know how my cat feels about bathroom cabinets. Those are her jam. I feel like a lot of cats, any place that's dark and or soft, and if it's both, they're in it. Heck yeah. Any enclosed soft space, which, you know, I get it. Anyway. Like a nice moss-covered den. Yeah. So you promised me that this episode was going to be a little bit more low-key, because last episode was devastating. Yes. The last couple episodes were rough. It was a lot. It was a lot emotionally. I think I was surprised how uh, upset I got, (laughs) and then just how surprised I was with some of the twists and turns. Yeah, it was it was just kind of one gut punch after another. Yeah, really. It was some um, it were there was a lot of character choices made that I did not expect, but I felt were well executed. So I'm not mad. It was just like it it was a little bit out of left field cuz I just like wasn't expecting that emotional impact out of a children's series, but as we've discussed before, I really shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> It's yeah. It's more of a teen, uh, more of a teen series anyway, like a tween series. It did. It did get changed to the um, young adult. I yeah, believe. I think that's so. fair. It's um, it deals with some I think heavy concepts that uh, young adults can handle, but maybe children, children, maybe some children can handle it, but I think some other children might would need parental <laughs> guidance. A PG thirteen yeah. rating. Um. Anyway. Let's uh, actually start. I'm Ember Heart. And I am Tangletongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? So, we just finished uh, book three. Forest of Secrets? I had a question. Yes. How many, I know you've like talked, there's like series or there's like sagas. There's like, yeah. And this is the first series, yes? Yes. Um, How many are in the first series overall? There's six of them in every like series arc. Oh, okay. So we really just hit like. We hit the halfway. We hit the halfway and they went hard. Yes. Which is a good place to go hard. Is this? Yeah, things have. Uh, we're ramping up. Yeah, I feel like this book is gonna be a little bit more. What's like we've talked about this? There, ha- there's like less. Um, need for like sort of world building or character building. Now it's all just kind of consequences. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so that's a little. Um, I don't know. I I don't have any predictions for this book. Um, you told you said the title last time, but I've already forgotten. What is the title? Um, so 
The title is Rising Storm. Rising Storm. Yup. <sighs> okay. Can I do predictions? Yes. Um. What? Uh, can I ask a question? What season is it again? What? Where are we in the timeline? Um. It's. It's like uh, spring. Yeah, because winter just ended. Frost bear. Yeah. Leaf bear. But yes. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like it was half right. I'm, I'm, that was close. Yeah, that was yeah you good. were close. I like I picked like frost bear and leaf bear and just made like a weird, <laughs> weird name. Um, I. Mm, it's, I. I wish I had more predictions, but I don't. I because uh, like with I'm still kind of reeling like even though it's been like a couple weeks since we recorded I'm still like reeling from uh gray stripe leaving <laughs> I'm like yeah. I don't know there's no comic relief what what can happen like <laughs> I, I I liked the, the the last book really wrapped up a lot of like open threads ooh I am yes. I am excited to see sort of um what happens now with um with uh i'm totally jesus christ what are you doing i'm blanking on dancing on on your keyboard (laughs) i'm tangle tongue i'm blanking i'm excited to see what happens now with blue blue star and um now that uh tiger claw has been exposed um sort of what he does i don't think he'll if he does does do something i don't think he'll do anything till the end of this book but I'm uh, and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Fireheart is deputy now. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. He did. A, I think he did a good job at the end of the last book. You know, sort of. I feel like it's gonna get a little bit more political now, like because he has to balance like relationships and. Oh yeah. It's weird how much like that interpersonal stuff is important. Like now that I work at an office, like. <laughs> you think it's like a joke when people like are talking about like sort of the politics inter um like departments it's not a joke i'm sure you understand that at your job oh i work at a newspaper so all of our stuff is very public yeah you... so yeah we i mean we recently had quite the snafu oh no like so like there's been some some rough waters at work all right let's, so yeah let's go the prophecies begin before ah! rising storm. Oh, I forgot there's a prophecy. Well, I mean, there's like always a couple prophecies being thrown around. No, I know, but there's always like that scene in the beginning. Well, there's the prologue. <laughs> yeah. So we always start with the prologue. Miles, please. Oh my gosh. What? Anyway. All right. Pro- the the prologue. Right. I always like this scene a lot. All right. So. A medicine cat is feeling powerless against a sickness that has already taken so many of his clan members. His leader is sick, but there's nothing he can do for him. An owl screeches overhead. Owls bring death to the forest because they steal prey and take kits if they stray too far from their mothers. He prays it is not an ill omen, but he's afraid Star Clan has abandoned them and clouds are covering the stars. But the wind blows, and the clouds shift to reveal a single star. Star Clan was with them. They had hope. 
his warrior's ancestors were sparing the life of his leader. He hears voices of the spirits in his head. They talk about glorious battles, new territories, and a greater clan rising from the ashes of the old. The owl flies overhead and claws at the roof of a den, but the branches are too thick for it to break through. This alarms the cats of the clan. They look to their medicine cat, but they don't need him to tell them that an owl is an ill omen. But their medicine cat tells them that Star Clan has spoken to him of a great new dawn that awaits their clan. They will do more than survive. They will rule the whole forest. And this eased his clan, but he didn't tell them what Star Clan added when the owl obscured the star. Oh God. His clan would pay the highest price for their great new dawn. Okay, so I have some assumptions, predictions about who that was talking about. Yes. If I may share. So Yeah, of course. There are four clans, right? Yes, there are. So there's River Clan, um, Thunder Clan. Yes. I was like, that's a real clan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, River Clan, Thunder Clan, which it's almost all it's been entirely about, like these past couple. Shadow Clan, and um, I'm always blanking on them, but I was just thinking about them. Uh, darn, darn. Why? Who, who's the last one? Wind Clan. Wind Clan. Wind Clan. I think this prediction, okay, so negatively. I know it's not ThunderClan because their medicine cat's not a boy unless it's like uh, like they don't have any med- boy medicine cats because there's Yellow Fang and um, then her Cinderpaw. and she's not she's also a girl so unless this is like a way back machine sort of situation I don't know when the last like male medicine cat was involved with ThunderClan um, I th- and I will tell you that all the other clans have male medicine cats. Yeah, we've we've talked about that. I yeah, I was like, I don't think there's any other um, female medicine cats. Um, my other prediction, which maybe is a little bit out of the realm of like what it could be, is the like kind of lost uh, like great clan that uh, Tiger Claw was talking about. Um, the Tiger Clan. Oh. Like, clan. like maybe it's like set in the past and like this is like they had a great sacrifice and their great sacrifice is that they don't exist anymore um but maybe maybe like that's or like maybe that's like tiger clan but i don't think like if tiger claw is trying to like do that he doesn't have a medicine cat i don't think he just kind of has like the other jerks who abandoned shadow clan um and then my other guess is Maybe, 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 I think, like, best, maybe Wind Clan, because they've been having, like, a rough go, and I wouldn't be surprised if they had some illness going through them. And, like, maybe it's time for Wind Clan to have, like, something go right for once, and I wouldn't be surprised if they had to do, like, a great sacrifice, because that's kind of their thing. Um, and then my other guess is Shadow Clan. I don't think it's River Clan or Thunder Clan. Thunder Clan for logistical reasons. River Clan just because, like, um, 
I don't, I don't think that makes any sense. I don't know. I just don't think it's River Clan. But then I'll probably maybe have to eat my words. That's my guess. Um, just from what I know about the books. But uh, I've been surprised right. in the past, and I will not be surprised if I'm surprised again. <laughs> surprised. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. But cool. That All was right. a. That was kind of a. That was spooky. Yeah. Very spooky. All right, chapter one. Woo! You ready? Yes. All right. Fireheart is out hunting. It's green leaf, and the forest is thick with prey. Nice. So it's summer now. Cool, summertime. So Fireheart is about to catch a bird when Cloudpaw shoots past him. Oh, of course. And f- well, yeah, Fireheart's impressed. He didn't see him coming. Yeah, sneaky boy. And, well, yeah. But Cloudpaw says, nor did this stupid bird. <laughs> And uh, this is concerning <laughs> because if you remember, uh, the warrior code tells us to give thanks for our prey. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah. That thing's sustaining you. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, and Fireheart points out that uh, Cloudpaw was upwind and the bird could smell him. <laughs> and Cloudpaw's like, well, I knew that, but he also knew the dumb dove wouldn't be hard to catch. Whoa. It's a pigeon, though, not a dove. Oh, Jesus. And he should be more respectful. Yeah, come on, Cloud Kit or Cloudpaw, whatever your name is. Yeah, well, Cloudpaw says that he's faster than Brightpaw and stronger than Thornpaw. What more does Fireheart want from him? Maybe if you weren't, like, a brat, <laughs> a better attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obvi? Yeah, Fireheart said they would know a warrior doesn't attack with the wind behind them. No. <laughs> And Cloudpaw says, big deal, I got the pigeon first. He's like a he's like a sassy teenager now. Yeah, he's he not is cute anymore. He's like a sassy teen. <laughs> he's not a cute little fluff ball. You just kinda wanna yeah. punch him. He's kind of a brat. I mean, we're everyone's a jerk when they're a teenager. So Right. And if you're a teenager so now, fire... don't worry, you'll grow out of it. But even I it gets better. I was a te- jerk when I was a teenager. Like, everyone just has to be a jerk for a while. It's That's teenager time. It's not a bad thing. Yep. I'm not here to hate on teenagers. You're going through, like, the kind of the most awkward time of your life, so you can be a little bit of a jerk. But you will have to pay for those consequences eventually. I do not hate teens. I fear teens. Yeah. Uh, teens... <laughs> teens are the most, like terrifying like people on the earth because they know more than me but they also know less than me which is the most terrifying combination of of knowing things that you can be ah teens teens <laughs> but i appreciate it. <laughs> all right them. they'll do more than i will with my life same so fireheart tells him to stop cloudpaw can't smell anything and neither can fireheart but um that's that's what worries him because he's worried about Tiger Claw. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because Tiger Claw's been in his dreams, oh. his threat echoing in Fireheart's mind and causing him to fear, even though there hasn't been any sign of Tiger Claw since. Yeah, it makes sense. But you know, Cloudpaw isn't afraid of him. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Fireheart's like, uh, you should be. Yeah, Miles knows. Yeah, Miles knows. Um, 
um, Cloudpaw then says that Fireheart has been no fun since Blue Star has appointed him deputy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't been any fun. I'm sorry my adulthood is ruining your fun. Fireheart worries after Cloudpaw takes off. And he can almost hear a familiar voice in his set head saying, You tried to warn him. <laughs> oh. Graystripe. Oh. He... He missed him and still silently shared words with him almost every day. And he knew him so well, it was easy to imagine how Graystripe would reply. I'm I'm Well, he comes back to camp, feeling a surge of pride and affection for his home. Willow Pelt is outside the nursery, warming her pregnant belly. Brindleface is watching her two kits play. Cloudpaw had suckled beside them. It wouldn't be long before they became apprentices. And Darkstripe, Whitestorm, and Running Wind are by High Rock talking. Darkstripe is being a tool. (laughs) Is that verbatim from the book? Yes. Okay. Good. (laughs) And, uh, well, Fireheart needs to put together the Sun High Hunting Patrol and Border Patrol. Are you ready? Are you ready for this mess? Oh, no. Of Fireheart. <laughs> oh. All right. I have, I have such high hopes for him. Longtail can lead the Border Patrol, but uh, Running Wind reminds him that Longtail is out with his apprentice. Right. And right. Running... <laughs> <laughs> Fireheart's like, I knew that. I knew that. Well, then Running Wind can take Brackenfur and Dustpelt. But, uh... Brackenfur won't keep up because he's still wounded, says Dustbelt. Mm. Right, right. Bra- yep. So Brackenfur can go hunting with Mousefur and... Well, Sandstorm offers. What a peach. She's like, I'll go too. Yeah, with Sandstorm. Thanks, Sandstorm. Yeah. And then Darkstripe and Running Wind can go on patrol. All right. And then, Mouse- <laughs> and then Mousefur comes up and asks, hey, what about the evening patrol? Right. Right. Fireheart's mind is blank. Oh, <laughs> like, no. What? Fireheart, you can go. You can patrol too, bud. So he just kind of blanks out and is like, oh god, does he forget he can go on patrol too? Well, Whitestorm being the bro that Whitestorm is, says that he would like to lead it. Yeah, Whitestorm. And uh, Longtail and Swiftpaw can join him when they get back. Alright. Is it common for patrols to double up like that? Um, well, Longtail and Swiftpaw are just out training. Oh, right, right, right. So, they'll be fine. And, so, yeah. So, everybody leaves satisfied, and Fireheart's like, oh my goodness. (laughs) He's like, that was so stressful. And he's like, you've been doing this for, like, a while, dude. Why is this still so stressful? He's like, I don't know. It just is. I get that. (laughs) Telling anyone to do anything is like, oh, God. Right. Fireheart is still a young boy, kind of. He's still, like, a young adult. Yeah, he's, like, in his mid-twenties. He's like, I'm not, I got this, I got this, uh, what is the word? He's like, I got this promotion really young, and, uh, I know, there's a lot of people. Not everybody likes me. (laughs) Not everyone likes me, and there's some people that probably have been around longer and deserve this more than me, but I gotta do my best. 
And, well, I mean, White Storm promises him that it'll get easier. Yeah. Oh, and White everyone Storm. is... Yeah, and everyone is still kind of on edge because of Tiger Claw. I mean, I don't blame them. It's, like, kind of an emotionally devastating thing to have happened. Yeah, and White Storm is, you know, trying to encourage him. Well, thanks, and, White Storm. you know, Fireheart's, like... Even if I, you know, Fireheart may not yet have, you know, Tiger Claw's confident authority, but he'd never betray his clan. (laughs) So, I mean. (laughs) Sir, I just, I just gasped because I was like, White Storm, Rising Storm. (gasps) Nothing bad better happen to White Storm because he's risen in the ranks of cats I care about. White Storm is so great. Shut up. (laughs) Nothing bad better happen to him. Let's find out. Stop! So, uh, Fireheart goes up to Brightpaw and asks if she's been hunting. And, yeah, Whitestorm let her go out by herself for the first time, and she's so happy and proud. Oh. And Fireheart's like, oh, did you bring any to the elders? And she's like, yeah, I did. Was that okay? <laughs> she's like, I did what I was supposed to. Is that all right? And Fireheart's like, yeah, that's perfect. And, you know, he's kind of wishing that uh, his apprentice was that reliable. Oh, gosh. And uh, speaking of, uh, Clapwash should be back by now. Oh, no. So, Fireheart overhears Speckletail talking with um, the elders. And uh, Speckletail is the oldest queen in the nursery. And her kid is small and weak since he just recovered from White Cough. Ooh, White Cough. And Smallier is still upset about the deputy ceremony. Uh, uh, what happened? Remember? Um, he was named deputy. A deputy is supposed to be named by Moon High. Right, 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 right. He right, wasn't appointed right, until right. the next morning. Right. One Eye doesn't think that Star Clan would punish them because Blue Star named a deputy late. It was kind of unusual circumstances. <laughs> I think Star Clan kind of understood that things were kind of stressful. But Dappletail says that that's worse. Having a deputy betray the clan, then naming the next one after Moon High, kind of makes it look like Thunder Clan can't keep its cats loyal. Alright. Alright. And. <laughs> And Smallier says that Fireheart's naming is the first time in a long time that they have broken clan ritual. Who who even is Stock Deputy? Who's this Smallier? This is literally the first time I've heard of him. Smallier's one of the elders. Oh. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Who's this talking trash? And you're like, it's one of the elders? I was like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Well, he thinks Fireheart's time as deputy will be a dark time for ThunderClan. All right. Both agrees. <laughs> okay, jeez. Harsh. And Fireheart's, yeah, Fireheart's waiting for One-Eye's wisdom to calm them, but she stays silent. One-Eye, no, come on. Be a bro. <gasps> well, Fireheart turns from the Elder's Den, unable to face them. Oh, because, buddy. Yeah. And he paces along the edge of the clearing, staring at the ground, lost in thought. A sudden movement outside the nursery makes him look up. He freezes. Can we patch up that His hole? His heart pounds. Patch up the hole. Tigerclaw's eyes are staring what? at him. What? No! No, no, it's one of the kids. It's one of his children. He has kids. 
Yep. Okay. But that's not Tiger Claw. Yep, yep. I, it's Bramble Kit. It's one of his, his son. babies. God, he has kids. Well, Golden Flower, their mother, slips out of the nursery holding Tawny Kit. Aww. And uh, she saw his reaction. Oh, come on. And she wraps her tail protectively around her kits. No, no, no. And lifts her chin, challenging Fireheart to say something. Cute kid. Sorry he looks like that, you know, <laughs> traitor. <laughs> well, yeah, Fireheart feels pretty guilty. He's like, what am I thinking? I'm the clan deputy now. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be a jerk. He's, That's how people looked at him. Yeah. And he's supposed to reassure her that, you know, her kids are going to be cared for and respected like any other ThunderClan cat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's like, uh, they look healthy. <laughs> You're so awkward. Good job, Fireheart. But um, his fur prickles as Bramblekit stares up at him. It's a baby. His father's eyes. It's a stupid baby, Fireheart. Babies stare. That's a thing they do. Uh- yeah, he tries to push away the fear and anger that made him unsheath his claws. Oh my god, dude, whoa! <laughs> this tiny kit was innocent. That's a baby! Fire it's a baby! Well, Goldenflower tells him that it's Tawny Kit's first time out of the nursery. Oh, wow! And notices that they've grown quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to be blood traders? <laughs> like, <you're, laughs> like their dad? And she's like, all right. Okay, listen, I've been going through a lot recently. I'm now a single mother. Um. <laughs> oh, well, she comes up to him. Golden Flower's like, I know how you feel. Oh. But Fireheart's eyes have always betrayed his heart. Oh, I mean, real. Fireheart is a heart on the sleeve kind of guy or heart in the eyes kind of guy. Everyone knew he was in love with whatever... Silk. Spottedly? Sure, yeah. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's so obvious. Like, everyone knows what's up all the time. Yeah. I like that because but... I'm like that, too. <laughs> but Goldenflower is like, these are my kits, and I will die to protect them. So what I'm saying is, if you look sideways at my children again, I will hit you. And he's like, fair, fair. Well, she's afraid for them. Because the clam will never forgive Tigerclaw. Oh, no. And they shouldn't. But Bramblekit and Tawnykit have done nothing wrong. She's right. She won't let them be punished for what Tigerclaw did. Yeah, they shouldn't be. I'm just like, yeah! (laughs) And she's not going to tell them who their father is. Just that he was a brave and powerful warrior. Ooh. Ooh, drama. Well, yeah, I love Fireheart that. feels sympathy for her and promises they'll be safe here. Good. But of course, Bramblekit's amber eyes still make him uneasy as Goldenflower turns away. <laughs> I have issues. Yup. So uh, Whitestorm comes up to him, and Brindleface says that her remaining kids are ready to start training. Oh, okay. And... But is that my job? <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, Brindleface wanted to share the news with Blue Star herself, but uh, she hasn't come around by the nursery in days. Oh, oh God. And usually, you know, the clan leader takes an interest in every aspect of clan life, especially, you know, healthy kits. Mm-hmm. 
But Whitestorm says it's not surprising. She's still healing from her wounds. But some good news might cheer her up. Yeah. And Fireheart realizes that Whitestorm is just as worried about Blue Star as he was. Ugh, same. I'm glad we're, like, addressing a lot of things that were raised in the last book. Um, I'm kind of excited for, like, literally anyone to mention Graystripe <laughs> besides Fireheart. <laughs> Like, I kind of want to know more about that, but I understand, like, for the flow of the story, it might not have come up yet. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Oh, Graystripe. Oh, Graystripe. But, uh, ThunderClan hasn't had this many apprentices and moons. With, uh, those two, they'll have, what, like, six? So that's a, that's a lot of children to train. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. And Whitestorm asks uh, where Cloudpaw is. Um, was he fetching prey for the elders? Or, well, Fireheart says he's fetching prey for the elders and doesn't quite know why it's taking him so long. <laughs> uh, where's my kid? Good question. It is well, the middle Whitestorm, of the day. Do you know where your kids are at? <laughs> well, yeah, because Whitestorm's like, the woods are not as safe as they once were. Yeah. Especially because not um, because Wind Clan and Shadow Clan are still angry about them sheltering Broken Tail, and they don't know he's dead yet. So, oh, geez, you know they're still a threat. And uh, Whitestorm didn't mention Tiger Claw, but he was kind of trying to gently warn him. But uh, guilt kind of makes Fireheart defensive. You think? Well, he's like, you let Brightpaw hunt alone this morning. <laughs> <laughs> And Whitestorm's like, yes, but I told her to stay in the ravine and be back by sun high. And he hopes Cloudpaw hasn't strayed too far. I'm a good dad. <laughs> All right. So Fireheart is going to go tell Blue Star about Brindleface's kits. Uh-huh. Blue Star is sitting hunched in her nest, okay. her long gray fur dirty and matted. Oh, no. Fireheart thought that maybe her wounds were till, still too sore and didn't want to consider the other possibility. Self-care is important, no sweetie. longer wish to look after herself. Oh, no, 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 no. Self-care is important. Oh, she didn't just pick a deputy so she could die. Oh, God. Well, Blue Star looked thin, and he remembers the half-eaten bird she'd abandoned last night. Mm. And she had returned alone to her den instead of sharing tongues with the senior warriors. But when she greets him, she sits up and lifts her chin, holding herself with the dignity Fireheart had always admired. Good, okay. So she's still, she's still there. Good. And, well, he tells her that Brindleface's kits are ready to begin their apprenticeships. Blue Star's just like, already? What day is it? Fireheart's like waiting for her to start giving him orders. And he waits. And she doesn't. So he asked who she would like to mentor them. Mentors. Blue Star echoes faintly. Fireheart is uneasy. Okay. (laughs) She suddenly looks angry. Is there any cat we can trust to train these innocent kits she spits? Um, only one person betrayed us. Technically. Yeah, Fireheart is, like, too shocked to answer. Jeez. So she asks if Fireheart could train them. Oh. Or Graystripe. Well, oh, 
no. Does she not know? Yeah. Oh, she does Has Blue Star forgotten that Graystripe had left? And he's like, uh, he's not here anymore. And Fireheart kind of has his paws full with Cloudpaw. And, you know, he also reminds her that the only cat unfit to train these kits is Tigerclaw, and he's been exiled. Any of ThunderClan's warriors would make a fine mentor. Good. Brindleface is hoping to have the ceremony soon, because Cloudpaw was their littermate and has been training for about a moon, so these kids are more than ready. Good. Blue Star agrees. She says they'll have the naming ceremony this evening. And Fireheart asks her who she would like to be their mentors. Blue Star just looks anxiously around, then tells Fireheart to decide. Oh, jeez. So Fireheart leaves her to sit below the high rock, and... He realizes that Tigerclaw's betrayal shook her more than he realized if she didn't trust her other warriors anymore. To the core. But it's barely been a quarter moon. He's sure she'll get over it. <laughs> but until then, he has to hide her anxiety from the clan. <sighs> Poor guy. This is a lot. Yeah. So Fireheart goes to the nursery. Willowpelt is still outside sunning herself. And he greets her, and she asks how life as deputy is. How's it her going? Is gently curious and friendly. Oh, good. Yeah, so she's little pelt's good. So Fireheart's like, yeah, it's fine. A little, but a little he stressful. Also thinks... Huh? A little stressful. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say that out loud. Okay. He thinks that it wouldn't be um, as bad if he didn't have a pain for an apprentice. Elders worrying about the wrath of Starkman <laughs> and a leader who couldn't decide who should mentor some kids. Oh, jeez. But Willowpelt is glad to hear that it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad externally things are okay. Right? Just high anxiety. <laughs> well, Fireheart tells Brindleface the good news. And she's like, thanks, Starclan. These two are getting way too big for the nursery. <laughs> Because, I mean, by the, by the time they reach six moons, I mean, they're closer to full-grown cats than not. Yeah. So, like, it's a lot. And the two uh, kids are roughhousing behind their mother, and she pushes them away. <laughs> Just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, she asks Fireheart if he knows who their mentors will be. Fireheart's like, oh, Blue Star hasn't decided yet. And then he's like, are there any warriors you would prefer? And Brindleface is really surprised by this. And she's like, Blue Star will know best. She should decide. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Blue Star, Blue Star knows best. Blue Star knows best. She's not, like, emotionally damaged and can't make good decisions currently. The breeze carries Bramblekit's scent to him, and he asks where Goldenflower, or Fireheart asks where Goldenflower was. Maybe more sharply than he meant to. Oh, jeez. And uh, Brindleface's eyes kind of widen as she tells them that they went to visit the elders. Then her eyes narrow, and she's like, you recognize Tigerclaw and his son. 
And Fireheart nods uncomfortably. <laughs> At least he's open about his, you know, uh, issues. Um, yeah. What's the word the I'm Brindle thinking face? of? Um, not racism. Prejudice. His prejudice. Yes. But Brindleface says that he has his father's looks. That's all. He's gentle with the other kids, and his sister definitely keeps him in place. Right. Tawny Kid is boss here. Tawny Kid's like, I am going to beat you up. Love. <laughs> She's the best. Love that. So he's like, yep, I'll, uh, I'll see you at the naming ceremony. <laughs> he's like, peace. <laughs> Willow Pelt calls to him when he's outside, asking if Blue Stars decided when the naming ceremony would be. Fireheart says yes. <laughs> and she start to ask, starts to ask them who their mentors would be before her leaves. <laughs> That's how I avoid issues too. I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't hear you. Bye. <laughs> Why is Fireheart has only become like he was? He's always been like one of the most relatable characters, and he's just become more so. <laughs> like he's like I think he's at a point now in his life. Where he's like the anxious adult who just graduated from college and is a position he's just like very stressed out about, which I relate to highly. Same. <laughs> like I'm uh, some real life stuff. I am basically uh, I'm not really getting a promotion, but like basically our highest level trained person is uh, going to like a different department. So now I have to like take on more responsibilities, and I'm just like ah. <laughs> So I, feel- I have an entire newspaper to myself now that gets <laughs> published every day. That is all my responsibility. Oh, I just like... I worked... <laughs> the previous week, I worked 58 hours. My stomach just like twisted for anxiety <laughs> of what you just said. Like, Fireheart it's is... the worst. This is too... Okay, let's keep talking about cats so we don't have to talk about real life. All right. Cats. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So he heads towards the medicine den. And now that Graystripe was gone, Cinderpaw was his closest friend. Oh. Yeah. Alright, well, what about Sandstorm? Well, I suppose he's not as close as Cinderpaw. Yeah, and, and Sandstorm and him had a kind of a rough start to their friendship. Yeah. They're just not quite as close yet. Yeah. And I mean, him and Cinderpaw, you know, spent a lot of time together and, you know, he feels guilty. And stuff. Right. And he loves Yellowfang, so they kind of share a mom. They do. So, uh, they do. Yeah. Cinderpaw's upset. She says that she is a disaster. Oh, she should have read the signs when she found that rotting bird. Remember that rotting bird? Oh, yeah. Nasty. So, oh, were uh, people sick? No. Okay. No. Remember, they buried that. We're in the medicine den. Cinderpaw's a disaster. Oh, no, honey. Um, and she thinks the bird was a bad sign. But Fireheart's like, well, Yellowfang doesn't think that that omen was for you. So why does she think she's not cut out to be a medicine cat? Yeah. No, she can do anything. No dead bird can dictate that. Right. And so she says it's because that she forgot the herbs to make a simple poultice. And okay, yesterday well, she couldn't... Huh? Well, maybe that is actually a sign. 
and yesterday she couldn't tell the difference between foxglove and poppy seeds. Yellow Fang had said she was a danger to the clan. <laughs> Yellow Fang keeps it real. <laughs> well, yeah, and Fireheart's like, don't worry. Yellow Fang is just like that. Like that. <laughs> she just... how she, That's how she expresses her love. Um, <laughs> she, she's a big Fire... fan of the tough love, believe you me. Yeah. And Fireheart asks if this is about Silverstream. And it is. And she needs to stop feeling sorry for herself. Oh. Fireheart had actually come here to talk about Bramblekit. And Cinderpaw asks if it's because he looks like his father. Jeez, oh, right to it, huh? And, and Fireheart is like, wow, am I really that easy to read? Yes, you are! <laughs> and he knows that he shouldn't judge Bramblekit, but it felt like Tigerclaw was there looking at him. And Fireheart doesn't know if he'll ever be able to trust him. And Cinderpaw's like, you need to look beyond the color of his pelt to see the cat inside. Yeah, you need to get over that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's not just Tiger Claw's kit. There's golden flower in him, too. Right. And she is, like, one of the Bomb. coolest. She is so cool. Because, like, literally, yeah. from all the stuff that she has gone through, like, she has been through it. She, yeah. like, I... Oh, I can't even imagine what she is feeling emotionally. Like, I know Blue... Like, she is holding it together for her kids. Like, she's probably, like, more devastated than Blue Star is. And she's like... Right. And she's like, okay, so someone I, like, I love and, like, literally had kids with just portrayed, like, our whole entire extended family and home. So I'm gonna get it together and watch after my kids and also defend my children because I'm not going to let yeah. what he did affect their lives or ruin my life. Like she has every reason to be devastated and just kind of like pass her kids off to someone else. But she's like, no, she's cute, cool as a cucumber. No, She's like, I have to do this because I am a warrior and I'm also a mother and Mm-hmm. No one can tell me what's what. And that's why they call me a queen. <laughs> Dang right. <laughs> so, oof. Sorry, I just ha- I have like a lot of emotions. Yeah, no, I know. I would honestly, I would kill for a golden flower novella just covering like this time. That would be really actually you know, very interesting. I would love that. Cause... I don't really do much overlap stuff, but I would love like just like what's going through Goldenflower's mind, what is she doing in the nursery, and it's kind of like, oh. It'd be nice to see an inside view of sort of, like, the nursery culture, because I feel like we get peeks into it. Um, Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, it's a lot of interpersonal stuff to handle with, because you're not just there with your kids, you're with other people's kids, and maybe other queens you don't get along with, and... And honestly, like, well, I guess, uh, like, there's not really... Like, that I can think of, like, a book where we actually are in the nursery for a long time. Like, a little bit in Blue Star's Prophecy, but, like, where in the nursery is, like, the point of view character. Mm. So, it'd be nice. Anyways. <laughs> Cinder Cinderpaw tells Fireheart that um, he of all cats should know that you shouldn't judge someone by the circumstances of their birth. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Say that. Part, I was but... going to, I was like literally going right? to like, I was like, dude, you of all people, 
should not judge right. people because like look where you came from look where your like literal child came from <laughs> yeah it's uh well fireheart asks if star clan has spoken to her about bramble kid and cinderpaw just says that his destiny will be as important as any kit born to thunder clan so hell yeah heck yeah, yeah. So, well, now that that's out of the way, his personal turmoil, his other issue, he wants to talk to her about picking the mentors for Brindleface's kits. Because apparently I have to choose and I don't know. Yeah, well, Cinderpaw's like, oh, you should be flattered that Blue Star is letting you make this decision. <laughs> but uh, Fireheart thinks about her hostility during that time and he doesn't feel very flattered. <laughs> fair Poor boy. I'm, I'm glad he's not misinterpreting this right and he has no idea who to pick cinderpaw asks him how he felt when she was made his apprentice and Whoa. he's like well proud scared and desperate to prove myself <laughs> mood <She's> like mm-hmm <laughs> right so which warriors need to prove themselves the most probably i mean okay can i interrupt yeah. Probably Longtail and Dark... Dark... What is his name? Darkstripe? Yeah. I mean, because they were the closest to Tiger... Like, Tiger uh, Claw. And I understand... Longtail already has an apprentice. Right, right. I, okay, but like... So. But, but ignore the fact I don't remember anything. <laughs> and... Yeah, yeah. Like, if we... If they had no apprentices, probably them? Does Darkstripe... Dark... Dark whatever... <laughs> Darkstripe doesn't have an So maybe no. him, because I do feel in a way he was more loyal, but I understand why Firepaw, or Fire, whoa, Fire, Fireheart wouldn't want to do that, but I think it would politically make sense. Well, his first thought is Dustpelt. Okay, remember, that's pretty solid. Yeah, because he'd probably be dying to get his first apprentice. Right. And be looking to prove his loyalty since he was closer to Tiger Claw. Yeah. So following your stuff, yeah. And um, he also, Fireheart also kind of has a personal motive for this because um, he kind of saw how envious Dustpelt had been when Bluestar had made Fireheart a mentor twice. Right. Before Dustpelt has even gotten Well, he kind of he kind of botched the first one, so... Well, yeah. But I don't know if there was like an advantage. <laughs> but uh, so Fireheart's kind of hoping that this would soothe his jealousy and make him kind of easier to get along with. That's a solid reason. Yeah. So one down, one to go. And uh, so Yellowfang comes into the medicine clearing and it's like, uh, what's going on? Oh, we're just chatting. <laughs> well, yeah, Cinderpaw's like, yeah, Blue Star is letting Fireheart choose mentors for the kits. And Fireheart's like, yeah, we've already chosen Dustpelt. <laughs> we've? Yellowfang ask. Who is we? Oh, come on, Yellowfang. <laughs> and he's like, well, Cinderpaw helped. And Yellowfang's like, yeah, Bluestar would be so pleased to hear that a cat who has barely begun her apprenticeship is making such important clan decisions. Yo, Yellowfang, yo! <laughs> And she asks if Cinderpaw had finished her poultice. And Cinderpaw <laughs> just kind of backs away. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> oh. And Yellowfang says that Cinderpaw hasn't spoken to her for days. She needs to get back to normal. Because usually, usually Yellowfang cannot get Cinderpaw to shut up. Oh. But lately since Cinderpaw's been kind of, you know, feeling not so good. So Yellowfang's like, uh, I need to get this cat's uh, confidence back up. I'll continue to be mean to her. That'll work. If that's just how Yellowfang I know, knows. I know. That's just how she is. And usually, and usually, so, and usually Cinderpaw can give it right back. Yeah, she's just kind of, uh, having a little crisis. Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> Speaking of, back to apprentices. Who doesn't have an apprentice? Uh, Dark well, Sandstorm doesn't. Ooh, Sandstorm! <laughs> yeah, Sandstorm! Yeah, her and Dustbelt trained together and got their warrior names together. It would almost seem unfair to give an apprentice to one and not the other. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, Yellowfang doesn't think it would be wise to have two inexperienced mentors at the same time. Well, whatever. Which... Him and Greystripe were at the same time! Well, yeah, and I think that, um, like, there are other cats, like, there are other mentors at the moment. Like... Yeah. Mousefur Mousefur and Whitestorm are also mentoring cats, you know, yeah. and they're like Whitestorm's very experienced, Mousefur is experienced. Right. So it's like if they had any issues, they could always go to them for guidance. Yeah. Like, There's other people doing the mentoring thing. Yeah. But so Yellowfang's like, what more experienced warriors don't have an apprentice? Dark stripe. And yes, dark stripe. You're right. This is more political. I knew it. Very close to Tiger Claw, right? Right, he does. And Fireheart's like, if I don't choose Darkstripe, it might look as if he were taking revenge. Darkstripe Mm -hmm. was an obvious choice. And Yellowfang's like, good. Now that that's sorted, you can leave me and my apprentice. (laughs) We have work to do. All right, good job. So solve that. Get out. And so while Fireheart is certain that Dustpelt and Darkstripe were loyal to the clan, he didn't know about their loyalty to him. And this makes Fireheart uneasy. And yeah, that's the end of the chapter. Whoa. I'm excited. I'm excited to see this all kind of play out. I feel like, uh, I feel like Fireheart has made some good choices, some good preemptive choices. We'll see how they kind of actually pan out. But, um, I think, I mean, it's really stressful because it's kind of in a situation where he, um, is be giving a lot of power where maybe he shouldn't have all the power, but, um, he's not really comfortable with having all the power. Yeah. And and it's funny because you would think he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. But then in reality, he's like, I don't, I don't think I can do this. Which. Yeah. That's just kind of how Fireheart is where, you know, when first it was like, would you like to be deputy? He was kind of like, yeah, oh, maybe. And then he's like, oh, wait, that's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> like, that's going to be maybe too much. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh, everybody's a mess. And I don't want to put that back together. But guess what, Fireheart? That's you your job have now. to. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Uh, he'll, poor be poor guy. he'll be all right. I think. I hope. This is only chapter one. Sure. He better be all right. <laughs> he right. only has one life, so. All right, so I'm Tangle Tongue. All right. Sorry. And I'm Emberheart. <laughs> we 
we both interrupt. And this has been Warrior Cat. <laughs> what is that?